0: Hi, welcome to the coffee chat podcast. This week I chatted to Amanda Yip. I know Amanda through her dance classes at Dance Downtown. So if you're in Vancouver, go check them out. And we chatted about all things performing, teaching, being real on Instagram, and some fun rapid fire questions. So grab a coffee and enjoy Welcome. Hi,
1: thank you.
0: I'm so excited to have you on. It's just gonna thank be a you fun for having
1: chat. Me. I'm You're very welcome. excited.
0: This is um, my
1: first time on a podcast. So. What? Yeah, it is.
0: I'm so excited that it's on mine. Yeah, thank, <laughs> thank you. For you. Asking me. You're welcome. Thanks for saying yes. That's what I always say because I'm like, mm-hmm grateful um we're just gonna get into it and just have a fun chat for an hour like let's just do it um okay we're gonna start i'm gonna get you to just like introduce yourself to the world who you are um and however you want to take that question what do you want to tell everyone (laughs) go for it
1: (laughs) bit of a wide question yeah (laughs) so my name is amanda we met through dance Mm -hmm. so i'm a dance instructor yes yes i always say that i'm like a boss lady by day and then a dance instructor by night because it's, it's a hobby of mine. I love teaching. I've been yeah. teaching for over 10 years, but I actually have a full-time job. So I'm the director of child care for children's services and programs for the city of oh, Richmond.
0: Amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So I run programs for a small community center in East Richmond, and we partner with the city of Richmond.
0: Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. So yeah. how long have you been dancing for them? Were you like one of those people that danced with mm. you a little or... Did it kind of?
1: Sort of, not really. So my sister and I started dancing at community center programs and we were little, like we were taking, I think it was called like groove hip hop. It was like a little community center, Ooh. like no one knew about this program, but my mom put us in and then we fell in love. And then from there we started at Richmond Academy of Dance. So that was like okay. the only real academy in Richmond that you could join and do performances and competitions. So I started there at 13 and I became a professional competitor I guess you could say or competitor yeah I don't know what, what they like when we were kids they would call you like a competi and we're like is that French
0: that's like so but, fancy I've like never yeah, heard about
1: fancy. I'm pretty sure it's a made-up word they just tell children but um we did that at the age of like 13 14 mostly hip-hop and then we moved into musical theater and I discovered my voice and I loved theater loved yeah. acting loved dancing and then it just went from there so technically I've been dancing since I was say I safe age would be eight
0: mm-hmm. wow musical yeah. theater, I didn't know this and I'm intrigued like what was your musical theater journey like what well,
1: like- I mean to be honest, hip hop was my first love. That's all I really yeah. knew. I did Groove dance and hip hop and I loved that. I had this one teacher that made us like hump the floor and did like like tribal dances. Like it was super grungy. We were like 12 and in competitions and crop tops and big cargo shorts just like humping the floor and getting it. It was super like, grungy, yeah. and hardcore and like very inappropriate. So when I started musical theater, it was the total opposite. Like from like grunge and like masculine hip hop to like la la la. And since then I've loved it. But I did musical theater and I competed for like all throughout high school. So I want to say five years. But then I had strep throat in my grade 12th year three times. Oh, no. Yeah, I was in all of my high school plays, all singing roles, um, mostly principal roles. And I loved it, but in my grade 12 year, I got strep throat three times. So after that, I had vocal cord damage.
0: Oh, no. Yeah,
1: and I'm not going to lie. I went to Mexico a few times and had a little bit too much fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> I 21. I call it the Cancun curse. And uh, I came home with no voice. And I had oh no God. voice for two months. So my musical theater career kind of ended there. Like, I stopped yeah. singing after that so yeah it was mostly just competitions and fun school plays and i loved it and uh, my family and i were acting at that time as well so they kind of all overlapped dancing singing and acting
0: oh my goodness yeah musical theater is always like i have a love-hate relationship with it just because like the industry of it is just so intense like musical theater people are intense um and just like because it is like the singing dancing acting you have to be like so good at all of them but like I it just really, I, because I went to New York for a little bit to try and pursue it. Oh, um, I, As ambitious as I am, and did not work out for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> whoops. But it's, I do love it. I still have a good musical. I would yeah. still do one, but.
1: I do too. I mean, my sister can still sing. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, Um, i met uh, incredible people along the way i love what musical theater and what live theater stands for like i love the morale of it and what it's supposed to be but i agree with you it's overwhelming there are a lot of dramatic folks out there and it's super competitive and it's not well paid in vancouver like unless you're in tuts Mm. or unless you're on beach or unless you're actively working in the community it's super competitive and there's not a lot of wealth so uh yeah i found it to be heartwarming and fulfilling for so yeah. many years but when i got too competitive and when i wasn't the prima ballerina and i wasn't the best singer and if i wasn't the best actress you you feel like you, i don't know what mold to be in you know what i mean
0: yeah i i totally agree it's it's oh it's a tricky one and it's also like quite uh, with any like community i don't know if you find the same it's quite it's hard to get in there as well to be like yeah hello and then like stand your ground in a community like that because also like at some point not a lot of them are very welcoming so then you're kind of like okay hi am I welcome here and it's like no you're not and then you know that's just why a lot of people stop because it's hard but respect to those people who are in them because phenomenal
1: yeah yeah i think it like the networking side of it definitely has to be strong your networking game has to be strong like i said i i feel very um fortunate because through my singing and acting and dancing my sister and my family and i did it professionally so we had a few journeys where we were opening doors that were already pretty much opened for us so i felt very fortunate to be able to step in and say here i am and already be accepted But at the same time, through doing that, I, I met not a lot of regret, but definitely a lot of um, rejection. So mm-hmm. as a child, you have to deal with that. You have to deal with, for me, not being too Asian enough, not being too white oh, enough, yeah. being possibly Hispanic. Like all these different roles that you're supposed to play, it's hard to figure out what mold you're in. And if you are rejected just based on your looks and not so much your talent, that was really hard to go through. But it, it made me who I am today, so I'm thankful for it.
0: Yeah. What's your take on being ethnically ambiguous?
1: Well, to be honest, I used to love it. Like, like uh, when, when my family and I did um, commercials, we had an agent. My aunt was actually our agent. So like I said, she opened that door for us. Um, we did commercials. We did uh, TV and television. We did modeling. We did all these amazing things as kids and as youth because we were racially ambiguous. So I was thankful that it opened up a lot of doors. It got us a lot of gigs. Um, I felt like I could be whoever I wanted to be, depending on the makeup and the hair color and the lighting of that day, yeah. or if I was tanned. But I loved it as a kid. Um, as I grew older and started to make my way in a bit more of the corporate world, and as I became a manager, yeah. being a like a short Asian young woman, I saw a lot of struggle, and I felt a lot of struggle. because. Yeah i'm not saying it was just because of my race but i think because i was ethnically ambiguous and a woman and young and i had authority people did not like that and i definitely found it a struggle because of it
0: yeah yeah no i feel that i i agree i used to love it like i used to really embrace Mm -hmm. like stereotype of it and i've always you know agents be like wow like you're ethnically ambiguous it's like such a good problem to have yeah. and I'm like mm. and like back in the day I'd be like yeah that's you're right like I could do anything but now I'm like mm, no like now you're just putting me in a box and yeah. you know making me feel confused about my own identity like yeah. you know and it's hard because it's like for me like when I'm tanned I look more like Polynesian but because I'm pale very pale people they like <laughs> yeah I'm so pale like people don't believe me but my mom is like brown <laughs> like what? Yeah. Oh, I know this. That's yeah my mom is like brown and my dad is just white so yeah. yeah when I get some sun I like look a little bit yeah at the moment I'm so pale like
1: oh I'm, I'm the same way yeah it's,
0: just,
1: it's a struggle and I'm like it trying to struggle. get some
0: sun wherever I can I'm like yes. Hello. <laughs>
1: Now that I'm getting older, I don't, I mean, I love the sun. I love tanning. I love yeah. tanning color, but I'm seeing some wrinkles. I'm seeing some like <laughs> sunspots. So as I'm getting older, I'm like, no sun, but please tan me anyways. <laughs> yeah, here. I need to find a good self-tanner. So yeah, I'm trying to only tan my body. So my body could be brown and the rest of me right? white. <laughs> yeah you could always it's put foundation struggle.
0: here. It's just, yes. this I need, I need yeah, a little bit. Yeah, just blend
1: it all in all Yeah, exactly.
0: Make it look. Yeah. I love that. I want to talk a little bit about your dance journey. Yeah, um, totally. And like, how, like, because, yeah, I just don't know where to start with it. So, yeah, because yeah, you work professionally as a dancer, right? You booked a yes, few. Staff. yeah.
1: I always get my timeline kind of miscombobled <laughs> because like I said, like my family and I dance and acted and, yeah. and dance all at the same time. So it's hard to, Um, I guess professionally, my first dance gig as a teacher was at the community center that I I work at now, which is really cool. So I I went full circle. Yeah. Um, I started out when I was 16. I was teaching hip hop and teaching musical theater. And um, I branched out to like, yeah, kids and youth and adults. And I fell in love. And then from there I started to teach at local dance studios in the city and then I think I was about 22. I was out of the dance game for a while and I said to my partner at the time, I really miss dance and I want to see if it can go somewhere. I'd love to perform. like I used to act, sing and dance. Maybe I can do it again. So I joined Harbor Dance Studio and I went there. And, uh, luckily I took this dance class called sexy stilettos dance. Oh. It's still a brand now it's run by Stephanie sign. And, uh, I remember that class, she asked me to dance with her after class so oh, wow. that she could film us. Yeah. And I was like, what? It, it was, it was okay. flattering, but also kind of weird. I was like, are you going to pay me for this? Is this yes. on YouTube? Like, I don't really know if I'm being, am I getting commissioned?
0: Uh, I don't understand. Yeah, like I
1: wasn't, I was flat. But I also was like, okay, sure, I'll just do it. So I said yes. Um, and from there, she started to kind of guide me under her wing, and she was starting okay. a dance company in an agency. So I started a girl group with her. Um, Amazing. Yeah, it, like she was the one that branched all of us. We, we just called her like Mother Goose, basically. She was a beautiful young woman at the time, but to us, she was mama. Um, and yeah, she led us through a bunch of gigs. Um, she booked us like we did. I want to say a 100 gigs with her, to be honest. Wow. Like it, it just kept rolling through the year. So when I was 20 to about 24, I danced with her and I met a bunch of really great girlfriends that are still my friends till this day and yeah so that's basically how it started yeah. i want to say it's through Stephanie eye yeah do you sure. have a
0: favorite gig that you're just like ugh, memories oh
1: okay well let's see here we did everything from small gigs to mm-hmm. music videos um i danced on tv with my old agency so like, i don't want to say the big ones that we did that made us a lot of money were my favorite yeah i want to say the one okay, this is going to sound kind of weird, but she booked myself and two of our, my dance girlfriends that were in our agency to support this local music artist, but also painter. So I forget her name, but she was this really eccentric artist and she Mm -hmm. put on the show of her singing and dancing and and canvas painting and like a street painting so she rented out this hall and we were supposed to be her backup dancers go-go dancers But also in her performance and I felt like I was on drugs that night because it just all molded together We weren't on drugs, but yeah, <laughs> night was like lights were here paint was here And I remember she said to us like we had choreographed and performed and practiced this whole dance for her to do art with so she had these two guys and she was gonna paint them and she was gonna roll around with them and we were just supposed to back up dance behind her and oh. literally two minutes before we went on she was like scrap the choreo you're just gonna roll with it i'm just gonna paint these dudes and you're just gonna dance with us oh, wow. and i was like what like we, we <laughs> spent so much time on this i was like stephanie sai is this okay because it was her choreography and she's leading us yeah and it's what the artist wanted so I remember just like free-flowing and rolling with the paint and it was the weirdest but the most cool and freeing moment in my oh, life wow. yeah it was the adrenaline of people watching us and not knowing what to expect not knowing what yeah. she was gonna do and there was this one point where she took red paint on her hand and went like this on my face and it got on my eye and my nose and my lips and I, I remember feeling like this is art <laughs> <laughs> yes. just being one with it <laughs> And then yeah later on I think I'm pretty sure I threw up because there was paint in me but yeah <laughs> that was my this is gig. <laughs> everything I am <laughs> art yeah I am ingesting art yes. I am I am this is
0: everything in your yeah. career like I am it I am Exactly. The art. I love yeah. that. That's
1: yeah, kind of cool it was, though. It was a weird and cool and random experience but I I remember feeling so free and like scared at the same time like all these big emotions were just Yeah.
0: Um, Oh, I love that. I I love that kind of stuff, though. Like, I mean, I went – before I moved here, I did a lot of devised theater and, like, cool. some really – like, I think back and I was, like, really weird stuff. Like, not weird, but, you know, weird in the mainstream sense where people would yeah. be, like, what? totally. Like, the, I, <laughs> there was once a show – I wasn't in the show, but I watched a lot devised theater and, like, they this, like, lady just, like, stood in the middle of the stage and then just, like <laughs> – rubbed meat on her face like really what sorry you rubbed like meat like just a steak oh meat
1: yeah like 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 lady gaga style like yes like like lady Lady gaga
0: Gaga style (laughs) before lady gaga did it yeah Yeah. (laughs) and i remember being like but but like when you're in a theater like that you're watching someone who is just rubbing a steak over her face and just staring intently at the audience giving her all there's something really captivating about that. Let me tell oh, you. For
1: sure. It's the shock value. And yeah. like, as, as a fellow artist, you know that anyone that jumps on that stage, no matter what they do, you have to give them respect oh, just yes. for the fact yes. of stepping on that stage. So and it, it, it doesn't matter what they do. You're just like, okay, that happened. Yep. Kudos <laughs> to you. That happened. Yep. You know? <laughs> yeah, I just yes. posted something on Instagram today. Yeah. One of my friends, also named Amanda. I love following her because she, she shares Amazing. Cool stuff. Yeah. And she posted a picture of a woman one half of her face had a full face of makeup and the other half was bare and there were comments negative opposing comments about each side of the face so on the bare side some of the comments were like you look sick you would look more professional with some makeup on and the Mm -hmm. other side with full makeup was like you're trying too hard you look plastic so the the whole premise was you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't you know what i mean and i guess as a woman i feel that way I try. I don't want to say i try not to wear makeup but i feel most comfortable without makeup mm-hmm. i love putting it on to enhance my features and to make me feel sexy but in my true natural self i don't yeah. like my makeup and yeah. i've been told at work oh you know you would look more professional or you would be taken more seriously if you if you just cleaned up your face a little bit oh. and i at first when i heard that i just thought okay that's good advice Okay. And I took it and I accepted it and I really shouldn't have. Like now, looking back on it, yeah. I was younger. I should have said, I can still do my job with whatever I look like. And as long as I'm not bleeding or I don't have a black eye, yeah. I think I look very professional just as I am. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I actually to talk about that because I love, I know when I, oh my gosh, I think we're, we're in 2019. Because I remember the first class I did with you, I think you taught a song to Beyonce. I feel like, oh, yeah. Cool. was maybe yeah dance it was definitely yeah dance downtown
1: we've had so many classes together i know right
0: (laughs) how dare you not remember
1: yeah yeah i don't remember Uh, you're like i
0: don't know (laughs) yeah sure (laughs) um i remember it was definitely in the summer that's all i remember but i remember it was a beyonce song because you know beyonce memorable um but i remember like just having a really good vibe in your class and like about you like, you know, when you meet someone and you're just like, yeah. oh, it's a good vibe. Instant um, connect. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, yeah. yes. And I was like, I'm like that kind of person. I'm like, oh, I like her. I'm a little, okay. Yeah. Like, this is, this is a vibe. I'm here for it. And then, oh, you know, great. I continued coming back to your class. Yes, so thank you. Thank
1: you. Thank I feel you. the same thing about you. That's why Aww. I love doing kindergarten circles at the beginning of class. I love to get a little bit of something from everyone. I love to feel where everyone's at and I I really do hope that it does lessen the tension for most people because when you started dance Dance classes are
0: intimidating.
1: Yeah Yeah. completely and I know it's intimidating when I ask everyone to speak on the spot in the circle. (laughs) You're like like, speak. (laughs) Yeah exactly. I'm gonna ask you two questions. You gotta memorize both answers and then speak. Okay. (laughs) Okay go. (laughs) Yeah so I know it's a lot but it, it gives me a chance to figure out everyone's energy and kind of what they're about before class and then I make mental notes about what or how I could make class more comfortable or safe for them. I love that. Oh that's so beautiful. It really helps me as as a teacher because then I if there's someone that is really nervous in the circle I I will either depending on what they're comfortable with spend more time with that person during class or I'll I'll try and slow things down for them and I'll watch them more so so I can adapt to their needs. Oh
0: I love that. Okay okay now we're gonna go on this. I have like okay
1: So yeah, yeah, I was like, no, no. Oh my God. No, I love it.
0: (laughs) I love it. Story of my life. When I talk to anyone, like it's like 20 different conversations. And it's like, what were we talking about? I call Um, it the hummingbird. Oh,
1: yeah. So I'm going to derail for one second. My, (laughs) my, my supervisor and I are the same. We have a thousand thoughts per minute and we always talk with our hands and we talk really fast, (laughs) and we call it hummingbirding because hummingbirds move really quickly, but they're still also at the same time. So they're (laughs) super strong birds, but they're like, (laughs) <laughs> so I always say that when her and I are going off, we, we know what we're talking about. Yeah. We're hummingbirding at the same
0: time. <laughs> I'm going to use that. That's so yeah. beautiful. Thanks. Oh, it makes <laughs> sense. You're welcome. Yeah. Just going to take that and uh, yeah. use it later. It and, go. And, and there it is. Um, okay. Let's talk because, okay. Dance Downtown, we'll plug yes. them because they're amazing. Um, yes. Like it have been a big part of my dance journey in Vancouver when I moved here. Um, how did you start with Dance Downtown? Like, how did that start for you? Yeah, yeah.
1: Let's talk fun, about them. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a fun story for me to tell because Aliza, who owns Sandstone Town, yes. um, the rock ass mama that she is, her and I went to high school together, and we were oh, actually wow. friends. Yes, cool. yes. Yeah, so I, okay, I've been teaching, like I said, for 10 years, and I kind of moved in between studios, and I moved in between um, different ways of teaching, and I actually took some time off from teaching dance. I stopped in 2016, 17, and I just took a break, and Aliza, my girlfriend, her and I hadn't talked in years, but we've always stayed in touch, and it's always been positive. She um, asked for my advice one day. She texted me and basically said, hey, I'm looking to open up a dance studio or a dance program in Vancouver. I would love to know your thoughts or I'd love for you to take a class. So she actually took me out for lunch, which is so nice. And um, she asked uh, about my experience. She asked if I had any advice for her. Um, She asked if I could audit one of the classes and it was Roya's class actually. It was Roya's first teaching class ever. She was, I think, like seventeen or eighteen. Oh my she was God. just like a baby, a little deer. Um, and my girlfriend and I came and we audited Roya's class and gave Aliza some feedback. And then a couple of months later, Aliza was like, Hey, would you wanna teach a pop-up class? Like, do you wanna do you wanna teach? Yeah. And at that time I had a lot going on. I think I still had like four different jobs, I had my dog, um, I was just in the process of moving and I was like, you know what, I don't know if I really wanna teach full-time right now because I have yeah. a lot going on, but I would love to do a pop-up and we'll just see how it goes. So we did my pop-up and I think it was to Swalla, like Jason drew oh, Swalla. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's what, it was either Havana or Swalla, but I did a pop-up in 2018 and the class sold out and I remember having so much fun. Oh my God. And I turned to Aliza and I was like, I'm in like, if you want another instructor, I'm in like, I want to teach. It's me. (laughs) Yeah. Let's grow dance downtown. Cause originally she wanted dance downtown to be a, um, I don't want to say, I'm going to say this wrong. Like uh, in South African Indian style dance company, like she had, um, Bollywood, um, she had Bhangra, like she had more Asian style yeah choreo and dances and classes offered and that's what she really wanted it to start off with and then when my class came in it was the first like sexy street jazz yeah class to pop in. yeah
0: wow oh that's such a cute story yeah. I know you guys are like high school friends that's so beautiful
1: yeah totally totally yeah we we have uh the same group of friends from high school and a lot of us are still friends now and we still talk so oh my she's God. Uh, yeah she's an awesome boss but she's also yeah. an awesome friend so, Aww. Yeah, I oh oh shout there. out to her <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> uh, plus yeah i
0: loved it. i love what dance downtown stands yeah. for What the community like it's a very at least it's a very safe space to come into to sure. try yeah. dancing um, cause you know, I'd be charge of the studios and, you know, not to say those studios aren't like amazing, but it's like, it's a, you know, it can be intimidating is what I'm trying to say to yeah, go into a class. Yeah. And dance downtown yeah. is just so beautiful. And I love dancing there. I'm so. so happy. I love dancing with you. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> thank you. I love dancing with you. That's yes. <laughs> definitely what our I our philosophy and our motto for dance hometown. Yeah. And for each of us as teachers and dancers and as people, yeah. we want for everyone to feel safe and included. It's it's yeah. a space for everyone. It doesn't matter if you're good at dancing or if it's your first time or if you're scared. It's supposed to be just for anyone and everyone. It doesn't yeah. it's not supposed to be just for dancers. So yeah.
0: yeah. So the little, like we kind of touched on the challenge check-in circle how who yes. started that was that like
1: that was well, okay, it was me but um, okay I don't want to be like that was me in my class mm, yeah you're like
0: mm, everyone's doing it now <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah no it, it started off with um Elisa was trying to figure out how our classes were going to be and how we were going to stand out and how we were going right. to basically like launch and promote um And as we were figuring out what our class structure was like, I said, I I think it's really great for us to have some sort of an icebreaker. And it's normally how I teach my other classes. So my teaching style has always been to start with um, either a check-in or a circle. Mm -hmm. So when I teach my own branded classes, that's, that's what I like to do. Um... And like I said, it depends on the studio. Sometimes studios don't want you to do your own brand of teaching. Sometimes they want you to do their brand and their style. So it was really great when Aliza wanted to create our brand together. And so when we started talking, collaborating, that's when I said I'd love to do a sit-down circle. And we could start with a question. We could start with how we're feeling, check-in, and just kind of go from there
0: yeah yeah because I think I need definitely for the first time you do a class and you do the check- in it is a bit like whoa oh hi everyone <laughs> what's yeah. up? it's like so but it's like actually really nice because it's like it does it yeah it is that icebreaker to be like okay we're all doing this together everyone's yeah. friendly like there's nothing yeah. you know intimidating so like when you know all the classes you're like, all right we're starting to warm up oh my god okay cool yeah. that's like crazy. I mean,
1: there- there's, it's a double-edged sword because I, I always fear that some people think it's a waste of time because some people, mm-hmm. time is money and classes yeah. aren't cheap. So when we're spending five minutes talking, some people think that that's a waste of time. And if they feel that way, I would really encourage them to try it anyways and try and be open
0: because yeah. I
1: feel it's such a great way to ground the class. And it's such a great way to start and get those nerves off. Or I, like my, my philosophy is I'm hoping that everyone can at least spend the time in their day to feel welcomed or to say yeah. hi how are you to someone or for somebody to say that to them so our check-in is for us to say you know if you haven't had a very social or loving or welcome day yeah. this is a chance for us to say to you hi how are you like how are you doing today yeah. hold your space and say something because sometimes you don't get to do that
0: no it's I mean I love it I'm here for it it's a nice thing to just like oh okay yeah humans like we're we're yeah. yeah how are you <laughs> nice to meet you you know, exactly. and I think that yeah. does create the community in your classes that, you know, and then you obviously see regular faces and you're yeah. like, oh, hey, and then you always learn something new about someone. It's like, it's totally. nice. It's inclusive yeah. and it's safe, which yeah, is the sick. biggest thing, um, which is, yeah, I always felt really safe in your classes and yeah. like, you know, and it was, yeah, it was always just like, it's okay if you get it wrong, we're all learning. Yeah. Yeah which is, I
1: always, excuse yeah. my French, I always, I don't, I don't care if you fuck up, I really don't care, I care about how you feel when you're doing it, I don't care if you're yeah. perfect, I don't care if you got the dance, and you're gonna go home feeling like, oh, I got that, I care about how you felt yeah. in the class, that's, oh, really that's beautiful,
0: about. I love that, well, what's yeah. your favorite style to teach, like, kind of, car- like, what do you like to choreograph?
1: Ooh. Oh, that's tough, I go through phases i think it it really depends on the song and the vibe and how i'm feeling some days i love choreographing like really grungy hip-hop and just getting just like really really into it and making big moves and Mm -hmm. um yeah it's like sometimes i just want to get hardcore and sometimes i i want to get like super dainty and light and fluffy and then there are times i just want to get dirty so (laughs) i love them all it just depends on my mood and the song which which is tough but it, as, as a teacher, too, like Aliza and I struggle with this all the time. Yeah. Sometimes what we feel like teaching isn't what everyone wants to learn or wants to experience. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why we try and announce our classes beforehand with our songs and a little taster of what the choreo could be like. Because if yeah. I want to teach slow floor music and just be like sultry and slow for a month, that might not be what the community wants. They might want wow. something that's a bit more poppy or strong or hip hop. So we kind of have to go through these blends every once in a while
0: yeah that's really interesting because i was gonna ask about that because i yeah it's and it's something that i've noticed like just at any dance like classes not just dance downtown but it Mm -hmm. is like yeah it tends to go through different waves of what's popular and what's not yes um and it's so interesting that it's like you know like i guess a twerk class will sell out like that because that's what's popping right now and forever
1: which i love it. it i will do but I yeah, love but it too. The, I yeah, got right? it as a surprise. I didn't know that I could twerk till like a year ago. So. Oh my god! No way! <laughs> I had no idea. I, I've I've always been made fun of uh, in my dance and my group of friends because I have a, a small little, little petite little bum. I have a gluteus <laughs> minimus, so I didn't know that I could shake it like that.
0: <laughs> How did you like discover it one day, or did you take a class and you were like, oh, I guess um, this is my thing?
1: uh I not i'm going back to like that old school dance teacher that i had when yeah. i was eight he taught us how to twerk when we were like eight 12 years old like he yes. definitely taught us how to do it so i knew that i could do it in like a hip-hop sense but i never knew i could do it in the twerk trendy world sense <laughs> so i want to say like three years ago i was teaching a dance class and um it, that's when it was called crumping at the time like you know like the hard movements? oh yeah, yeah the trend was crumping and so yeah. I was crumping in a class and then I was shaking my butt at the same time and one girl was like oh that girl's twerking and I'm like I am you was like, You're like this oh, is what okay. that is yeah um <laughs> so and then yeah I, I did I had never taught a twerk class before I had taught a little bit of like twerking moves in a class but never a twerk class yeah and then Roya and I we were filming for one of our classes with aliza so we were filming like a teaser yeah. we were just having fun and uh Roya just started to move her butt and i was like no 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 you should move your butt like this and then i was teaching her how to like rotate her pelvis and then we started twerking and aliza was like you can twerk this could be a class oh my god <laughs> Yeah, and it just, just kind of evolved from there.
0: <laughs> oh my God, that's, yeah, because those classes, I they just like sell out like that. Like people Yeah, they're doing like, quite well.
1: I'm, I'm thankful. I mean, I, yeah. I don't get the chance to twerk in everyday life. So I love just like letting it all shake with you guys. It's it's great.
0: <laughs> I love, twerking is such a weird thing. I, I remember the first twerk class I did and I was like, oh dear God, okay, things are moving. Cool, yep. but you really it's just ridiculous. gotta let it go. You just gotta let it go. You're just gonna be you like- do you're just gonna do it just do it Rip yeah
1: off. don't think and about you have it to appreciate it yeah, yeah. Like if, if you don't have much to shake you're not really twerking like you can move your pelvis a certain way to help you twerk yeah. but without the stuff there's no like <laughs> impact you know what I mean like there's gotta be stuff moving for it to look good like yeah. if you see a, a girl twerking and there's not much it's like yeah. it's not as impressive it's you know not. what I mean yeah.
0: It's like it's not like you have to like I I I remember hearing like oh if it's like wobbly if you feel like the thing's are moving back there it's working yeah. exactly I've always taking that I'm like it feels yeah. weird so it must be working exactly cool. you gotta wobble with it yeah <laughs> it's feel like your butt flap just going crazy yeah I'm yeah it's oh, so great I didn't know that wow yeah. I love that Elisa was like oh you're twerking let's do it let's teach a class yes. so, yeah like okay. Yeah.
1: Because at that time, hey, okay, was it a year ago? Yeah, it was probably about a year and a bit ago. Whoa. At that time, there were like a few twerk classes popping up here and there. And wow. we saw them trending and we were like, oh, like I'd you love people to it. offer something like this. And yeah. lo and behold. <laughs> and now look at them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now they're everywhere.
0: <laughs> That's so great. What's your favorite well, yeah, like routine that you've choreographed besides that one? Oh. Um, would you say like at the top I mean, you've choreographed a lot yeah oh, I mean page I see it
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I need to update that choreo page too I always forget. <laughs> I'm not good at social media I'm <laughs> you know, like ah. I know and because I have to sometimes be careful because um I have my my childcare hat and then my teaching hat so yeah. one is super professional and su- like it can be heavily scrutinized and the other one is more so free and artsy like it, it I have to be careful who looks at that page but um <laughs> oh that's a tough question I've taught for so many years and I've had wow. so many awesome combos that, that, that I love. Like not all of them have had like sold out classes, but ones that made me feel something. Um, okay. One of my favorite ones and it was because I made it after a terrible breakup that I had two years ago. Yeah. And again, like I think Art. only 10 people came to that one too. So it was small and into yeah. it. Um, I forget what the song was, but I think it was to Sabrina Claudio. It was either to Ooh. her or Sabrina Claudio, both amazing artists. Yeah. And, um, it was about the artist was saying to the other man, like, pay attention to me. Like, I want love. Pay attention to me. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't think I cried during class, but I definitely cried while making this piece. And yeah, yeah it just, it, it kind of helped me move on from that breakup. And it helped me just find my own space again. So I think that would be my favorite. Um, anyway.
0: So I love that on your Instagram, I believe mm. your bio, you call it your real Instagram
1: Yes. I love that. Thank
0: elaborate you. on that for the world. Like what does that mean to you and why you decided to, you
1: know, put that in your little bio? Yeah, it, it, this is actually a, not a new thing, but yeah. Um I've had Instagram since like 2014. So I remember scrolling through my photos, I think it was a couple months ago, and I remember thinking like these memories these photos don't really mean anything to me anymore and I remember yeah. some of the photos that I posted I posted for the wrong reasons and I've been trying to fill my life with authentic moments and I'm, I'm trying to be as real as I can and I'm, I'm trying to only fill my life with joy like real joy like if it's not a fuck yes it's a fuck no that's kind of oh. how my partner and I are trying to live our lives it's where yeah. there needs to be depth and meaning not in everything but for most things and um i have i don't want to say a, a following but i have a staff team of young people who i love dearly and we talk about this on a daily at work we are influencing yeah. young lives and impacting children and youth and ourselves and if we want to start living genuine lives we have to show that we're living genuine lives so um i started to reflect on my social media and like i said i was scrolling through and a lot of the stuff on there just didn't feel real to me anymore. It didn't feel like yeah. it was the real Amanda. And if someone were to look on my page and not know who I am, I would want them to be able to try and see through me and get to the real me through my Instagram. Because for some people it's their oh. highlight reel. It's not who they really are. Oh, yeah. It's the best parts of them or it's the cultivated parts of them. It's manipulated. And I want my life to be real. And yeah. I want for people to see me for who I am or, or at least – um, get a taste of me if it's just through Instagram. So
0: yeah. yeah, that's that's
1: where it came Oh,
0: from. I love that because yeah, I I obviously stalked you anyway—not for this, but before. I'm a very like a, each other. <laughs> I know, right? I'm all like scrolling through people like, oh yes, um and I really loved how open you are about that and how yeah, it's just like very tr- like it's refreshing because I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Instagram is like this highlight reel, and we're all like guilty of it like for sure i posted totally. stuff and you know it's just what the world is yeah. um but i think that's so beautiful cuz i think it is something that i also like to try and like change and just to be very real about you know, it's okay to rest. It's okay not to be like hustling all the time and showing that on Instagram. Um, and like the beauty standards in our world is ridiculous. Like, you totally. know.
1: And it's okay yeah. to post something just because you like it. There's a there's yeah. a saying that myself and my staff and other educators out there, we all try and um, admit to when a child comes up to you and let's just say they're holding a a piece of uh, a paper that they've drawn on and they go, look what I drew, do you like it? Yeah. I would rather myself and educator say, how do you feel about it do you like it cuz it it
0: yeah, doesn't matter no. if
1: i like it and oh. i think a lot of children ourselves that's what instagram is it's it's a visual validation piece it's it's a measurement or a tool of your worth and I would rather people post what they want to post because they like it, not because they yeah. think other people are going to like it or it looks good. And I catch myself the other day I wanted to post something and I was scrolling through my pictures and on my head, I was saying, these aren't good enough. Like that picture isn't good enough. Yeah. And I had to stop myself and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. You just need to post that because it brings you joy and love and yeah. it made you feel something. Don't worry about if it's good enough. Like, why am I even doing this? Yeah. So it's, it's a constant growth battle
0: oh my gosh, I agree. Even like, you know, this, when I post stuff, like, I, I remember, because I didn't used to post, like, selfies, or, like, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, ma- and now I just am, like, fuck it, do what I want. Yeah, do um, right yes. And it wasn't until, like, I shared them with my closest friends, and I was, like, oh, I took this for, like, these photos today, and she, like, you know, is a beautiful human and always, like, posts her artwork and her, like, makeup and her selfies, and she was, like, oh, my God, she was, like, post that, the world needs to see your selfies, and yes. I was, like, do they, and I was, like, mm, is it a bit, like narcissistic and like you know and she was like no she was like if you are proud of it and you did a good job and you know you took a good photo share your selfies share exactly. your selfies with the world. And once yep. she told me that I went, okay, <laughs> here's like 10 the light bulb
1: went, yeah. the selfie light turned on. <laughs> yeah, <literally. laughs> Yeah. no, I agree with that. I like, oh. uh, what, what was I going to say? I had a thought, um, a, a conversation that my staff and I also always have just around impacting children is yeah. do the things that you want to do because you want to do them. Like life is yes. too short to think about what, the consequences might be or what people are going to think about you. And it's about living authentically. So if you love that selfie of yourself because you genuinely love that and you're working on your self image and self worth, then you post it. If you're posting it to try and get someone jealous or to try and get a guy to like message you or to fill a hole that's too deep that, you know, an image is not going to fill, then maybe rethink that. You know what I mean? I think it's about your intentions.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I just think, yeah, post, yeah, post what you want and, you know, yeah. if it feels truthful to you and authentic. And yeah, yeah I think we just only need to stop because, I mean, I definitely know I've been in the trap of, yeah, like on social media being like, oh, that only got like so many likes, like what's wrong with me kind of thing where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's a, not a good place to be uh, at yeah. at all. Don't do Instagram,
1: it. Instagram, it is. It's yeah. a self-world, yeah. self uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> Well,
1: Birth, measurement tool <laughs> yellow leather red leather <laughs> like, can
0: i talk words hi yeah. can i speak <laughs> yeah not today <laughs> yeah it's so true so i love i love your instagram and i love what you're doing and what you're Thank posting you. and the message that you're putting out there so keep doing it because it's so beautiful and post your selfies please Thanks. one day like, okay i'm gonna ask you some rapid fire questions yeah
1: let's do um, it um all right let's do it so i send an answer
0: <laughs> great <I'll be> okay <laughs> Um, what is a trait you dislike in other people? (laughs) (laughs) That's like the, always the reaction I get when I ask that. They're like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, uh, a lack of manners and respect. I think that's the one thing that pisses me off the most. Like, for example, um, I take transit. Oh yes. If I'm on the bus and there is an elderly lady or man that's just hanging on for dear life and no one, opens up their seat to them I get livid I'm very angry so I think it's just basic manners and disrespect um also a lack of respect for animal life I think that also like it it really does grind my gears it doesn't matter if you eat meat or anything like that but like if if you were walking down the street and you saw a cat that was injured or a cat that needed help you didn't stop to help that cat I would wouldn't be very happy with you <laughs> have
0: you seen that documentary don't fuck with cats
1: i haven't yet oh I've my been god told okay not to. I've not to i've been warned so yeah I don't that's think I
0: will. <laughs> that's a tough one uh, yeah. <laughs> uh what would you tell your younger self
1: oh this is tough too uh i would tell my younger self um Oh, shit. I, I would say so many things. I would tell my younger self, uh, don't buy that. Save your money. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Spend more time with your grandmother. Um, and don't worry about your eczema. I have eczema and I oh. used to have it all over my body. And it was my biggest insecurity and I, yeah. I lived my life around it and I really restricted myself around it. And I really wish I didn't. I wish that I just yeah. was like, fuck it. I have eczema. It's scabby. It's gross, but whatever.
0: <laughs> this is who I am.
1: Yes, Let who it I am. Be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had it all. Yeah. I, well, it's scars now, but I had it. A- all over both of my ankles. So oh, wow. I, I could never, I thought I could never wear cute sandals or heels or like even sneakers, even girls that wore like low cut sneakers that showed their ankles. I was yeah. so jealous because if I did that, you would, you would see all my eczema and scabs and stuff. And I, I didn't think it was beautiful. Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I've always worn like high, high ankle socks, like with oh, everything. I've, I've, I've never owned capris. I've never like, I had never owned anything that showed my ankles or my calves. Cause that's where oh, my, my eczema was. Yeah.
0: Oh. But now you're like, don't even stress about yeah, it.
1: Yeah. Now I'm like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, <"Woo."> yeah. <laughs> Here they are. I, I've also learned how to control it. I've learned that it's, it's because yeah. of many things that it causes eczema. So I know yeah. how to control it now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But yeah. now you embrace it, so we're good.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, describe yourself in three words.
1: Oh, God. Um, <laughs> positive,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm a caretaker, and I'm a lover.
0: Ooh, I yeah. like those. Okay, Thanks. what is what is something you're most proud of?
1: My leadership.
0: Ooh, I like that. Yeah, That's I think- beautiful.
1: Yeah, no matter what I do, no matter what I've done, it, it always surrounds my leadership. And I think I, I, I've become better at taking compliments about my leadership. And um, yeah, I've, I, I know that I can lead and I know that I can lead positively yeah. and that I've impacted people in a very positive, inclusive, safe way. So I'm very proud of that.
0: Oh, I love that. And last question, who would be your celebrity best friend?
1: That's tough. <laughs> Caesar Milan. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, anyone that's, that's a dog and animal whisperer whisper and rescuer, yeah. I would be best friends with them for sure. Yeah. Oh my I, God. I, I would, love that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would rather spend more time with animals than humans for sure. I, I, I love them more. I must say.
0: <laughs> okay. I actually do have one more question. Cause I do like okay. asking this. What's a piece yeah, of go advice. Yeah. What's a piece of advice you didn't take that you wish you had? Oh God. <laughs> everything. <annoying>.
1: Um, <laughs> everything my dad has ever said to me. <laughs> Ah, God bless that man. He's put up with me so much. Um, oh, this is good. Okay, think Amanda, think. I would say... Travel more. Oh. Ah. I had many people tell me, because I... I I have traveled, but I'm also a very safe and reserved person. So I've always Mm -hmm. tried to save up money and I've tried to get the good job. Like I've tried to do all the little things, right? So that you can spend the rest of your life having more fun. But, um, I had someone once tell me that life is short and that you should have fun first. You know, like if you have the fun first, you learn from that fun and you grow from that fun. And the settlement and the serious stuff can come later. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so, that is very true. I mean, Yeah. yeah, I... And it's just, I think it rings even more true now with COVID that you can't yeah. travel. Yeah. Like, yeah. when will that be a thing again, is my yeah. question.
1: Yeah, and I think like the biggest growth I ever had is I traveled by myself when I was 21 to Europe and oh, I would not do that now. Like I'm, I'm 10 years later, I'm turning 31 this year. I would <laughs> not travel by myself to Europe. That's scary as fuck, <laughs> but um, it, it made, it, yeah, it made me grow. It made me turn into this powerful yeah. young woman. And uh, I, it sucks that I can't do that now, you know?
0: I, I feel you because I did the same thing. I went to New York by myself um, wow. when I was 19 and, like, went there for, like, a month and then went again when I was, like, 21 and went for, like, another few months. Nice. But, like, now I don't know how I did it. Like, I think yeah. back, and, like, I don't, like, I went to Broadway shows by myself. I went to, like, all of them. Yeah. I went to museums. Like, I, I was living my best yeah. life. But now yeah, i totally. it. And I don't know why. Like, what yep. happened? It's crazy, right? Because
1: we have fears and an ego. I was I was talking to my sister about this actually because she hasn't traveled by herself yet, and I had done yeah. it when I was twenty one, and she was um, eighteen at the time. So she kind of watched me travel on my own, yeah. and um, she asked if I would do it now, and I said no. I'm scared to, and I think the difference is because because I know more, I'm f- more fearful, and I have yeah. a bigger ego now. So I think when I was younger, I just didn't give a fuck, and I think that is blissful and ignorance is bliss. Yeah. It's, great just to do things because you want to experience them and not because you know better and now you're more fearful and you may have a bigger ego
0: yeah i agree because i mean i think it came up in my memories it was like a photo i'd post on instagram and i'd like like i would go to like a cafe or a diner and eat breakfast by myself and like you know read a book but i could not see myself doing that now like it's like i need someone or i need to be like doing something but i would literally just be there with a book and it's so beautiful (laughs)
1: like past me girl (laughs) yeah I I do I love spending time with myself but I I think it's like I think because we know like you're a loving person too so your time is better spent with loved ones and your quality time is better spent with other people so I think if I were to travel again I'd be more lonely because I I know the beauty of traveling with people that you love and with that quality time
0: yeah. No, I agree. But it's definitely an experience that everyone out there should try and do if they can, at least, you know, even yeah. if it's for a little bit. Yeah. When yeah. you can do that. Um, it's liberating. It but at the moment, I definitely, definitely had my days where, you know, I was like at a museum and if you be texting my parents like, oh, wish you were here. Like, I wish I could share yeah. this with someone. But it's still nice to just go to a museum by yourself. Yeah. Actually, no, I actually kind of prefer it because I love museums. I'm a bit of a, like a geek in that nice. sense. That's so awesome. I, like, I like to just like do my own thing and like see yeah. it's my leisure and not having to rely totally. on someone to be like oh we're going over here now like yes.
1: yeah in the same way I love yeah. doing things on my own because I have my own agenda
0: exactly and
1: my own direction. <laughs> I, I don't want people to wait for me and I yes! also don't want to wait for them so it just it's I it's like shopping I can only shop by myself I have a list I've got a structure I've got I got a mission I can yeah
0: I, I hate can't. shopping with people yeah can't unless <laughs> they're like i think there's only one friend that i can shop with and only because we bonded over shopping so it's just how our okay. friendship's based but yeah. we're both kind of the same person so like right. if we go to a store like i can go over here and she can go over there and we're fine it's not yes. like we have to follow each other i hate yes. that i can't yes. deal with people like yeah. that i'm like sorry
1: it's, i have <laughs> that same value when it comes to partnerships like my, my partner and yeah. i um, we bonded on our first day over this he said uh i want to be with someone where we can both go at a party together and spend the entire night apart having yeah. our own fun and be able to go home together so oh you're gonna go over here i'm gonna go over there i'll see you later honey and then you know do your own thing
0: well, yeah. It's yeah. same, like, when I travel, um, like, if I travel with, like, you know, my friends, um, and I love my best friend, but, like, when we traveled, it was, like, a big learning curve, because we traveled for three months around the U.S., and it was great. Yeah. I mean, it really brought us together. Um, nice. It was, like, one of those trips where it was, like, we can't not be friends now, because we just know too much about each other. It's just, yes, like,
1: you know, all your secrets. Yeah, we're, like, we're stuck.
0: <laughs> But it was like it was hard because we are different in the sense that she is very much like, oh, like I need to be together and we need to do the same thing. Whereas I'm like, oh, but I want to go see this. And if you don't, that's cool. Like I'm not yes. gonna be offended. I'll do it by yeah. myself.
1: It's good to have the balance.
0: Yeah. But she was like, Oh no, but I'll come with you. And I was like, But do you really want to do this? So it was yeah. just
1: it was I also like, don't want you to come with me. Yeah,
0: I want to do it by myself. <laughs> yeah. <But> okay.
1: <laughs> like yeah. salty about it. Myself.
0: Let me do my thing. But yeah, so oh I love that. I feel like we're like the same person. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, yes, I feel you. i we could talk you. for hours. We should have a podcast too. <laughs> oh my god,
0: yes. No, for real. Well, yeah, I'm gonna like end the podcast bit there.
1: So <laughs> how long think, has it been? I think it's been
0: wow. oh my god. This happened last time with my last guest. We chatted yeah. for like two hours because I didn't look at wow. the time. And it's I was so like, cool. I oh my that. God. I know it's like so beautiful. I definitely yes. want to have you on again. I like with all my guests, I'm like, I'm down to do like part two
1: yeah because like, I mean that. I'm doing
0: this for me like I'm not like being like does anyone like this episode I'm like I love yeah. chatting with people and that's why so I that's started why it. it this yeah. is your
1: authenticity right here this is right. just you being you having real people and just talking and, and like real
0: chats where yeah, we go on tangents and not being yeah. like you know here's our agenda I love it I love it yeah. thank you for coming on thank you for having me Thanks for listening to the Coffee Chat Podcast. Feel free to follow on Instagram at coffeechat.podcast and share the love. You're awesome and I hope you have a great day, night, or afternoon wherever you are and I'll see you in the next episode.